we're going to discuss a little bit of a combination of how to read charts as well as even how to design them so that we can interpret results or diagnose problems or identify solutions well. So one of the things we're frequently looking for is relationships or something in a graphical presentation of data that allows us to understand something quickly and easily. So for example, when we're looking at denials data, one of the questions, one of the foremost questions that you want to be asking is, are denials going up or are they going down? Worst thing saying, of course, but I mean, there effectively is no <laughs> exactly the same. There's only going up and going down. Um, so if we're looking for whether or not denials are going up, we aren't just looking for on a quantitative basis where we have a count of denials because if we see denials going up on a count on a nominal basis, that still could mean that they're not actually going up in the sense that if we have an increase in charges, we would expect a corresponding increase in denials to be received even if we're effectively performing at the same level. Right, So an increase in count in denials isn't really what we're looking for. We're really looking for an increase effectively in the percentage rate of denial. <clears throat> and the way we might see that in data is you can, of course, calculate that percentage and graph that. Or you might look at two lines, one of which is the count of denials and one of which is the charges. And if they're both going up or both going down, then they essentially are co-varying and we're not really seeing any significant change. However, if those lines diverge, one is going up while the other is staying steady or something like that, then we're seeing some net change. So it's really the relationship between those two that tells us something. The problem is graphs can be misleading or even deceptive. <clears throat> and I'm looking at one of those right now for a client of ours where when I look at, and, and then there's another component of this too, which is um, in these denials charts, we're actually looking at the count of denials, but we're actually looking at the percentage of denials as well. And that way, if we see an increase in the count of denials, but we see the percentage staying steady, then that basically means that the increase in denials is just as a result of increased volume of charges. But in this case, what we're looking at for this client is both of the lines are going up. So the count of denials is going up, and the percentage of denials is going up also. <clears throat> and so if I just look at that chart, I would reasonably and normally conclude, okay, the denials count is going up as a result of the increase in percentages. And we have a significant increase in both because this is angled up at something approaching 45 degrees. It's a steep increase over the course of four months, like very steep increase. And the count of the denials is going from about 4,000 in a month to almost 7,000 denials per month, right? So in the course of four months, that's a very, very significant increase. And it looks like both of those percentages are tracking exactly the same. Now, the problem with that interpretation is scale. It looks like these are going in lockstep up. And yet, this is actually a very misleading chart, and by the way, it's our chart. <laughs> so I'm pointing this out about our own graph of the data. 
So even though these both go up and to the right at almost the exact same slope, and they both look like they're going up really dramatically, and you focus in on the count increase from 4,100 to 6,900 over the course of four months, the percentage is going from 30.6% to 33.0%. Now, that is an increase from roughly just under 31% to 33%, but because the scale on the right-hand side is going from effectively 30 to 33%, and the scale on the left is going from 4,000 to 7,000, those are not going up at the same rate. Not even close. <clears throat> effectively, the percentage is about the same. And the reason why I say that is because 31 and 33% denial rates, and again, it's a whole separate conversation around is that high or low, I'm not doing that for now, um, 31 to 33% over the course of four months and all staying within that range is not a lot of variance. And in fact, we have some confidence interval around these things because again, the way these are calculated has to do with the volume of charges. And therefore, if you have some small variation in charges, you'd expect some small variation associated with timing on these percentages as well. So 31 to 33%, I don't consider to be significant variance. That's not a trend that I really want to pay attention to. So effectively, the percentage rate of denial has been roughly flat. While the actual count has gone up dramatically, that tells me that really what's driving this is a significant increase in volume, not a significant increase in problems that are causing denials. And that's one of those things that we really have to watch out for, which is even if we have the right type of graph and the right information in there, the scale can really throw us off, right? And this comes into play when we have especially two scales, one on the left and one on the right. And sometimes log scales are better, sometimes linear scales are better. This is a situation where <clears throat> it's deceptive just looking at it. And I actually made an assumption based on looking at the information that I didn't realize was incorrect until I really looked at it more carefully and realized, ah, no, there actually isn't a significant change in the denial rate. It stayed roughly constant over the course of the last four months. So that doesn't mean there isn't a problem, meaning it shouldn't at an underlying rate be over 30%, but it hasn't gotten dramatically worse in the last few months while the graph made it seem that way. So... The moral of the story is design charts that make sure that somebody who casually observes it will understand exactly what's going on without having to look very closely and scrutinize it to make sure that they don't misinterpret the data. That's really the key. And there isn't a, you know easy rules for that. A big one is really look at the scaling, look at the relative scaling, you know, where's the zero, sort of the cross points and things like that. Are you going from zero to something or are you going from a number to another number? Um, or do you have log scales? I mean, how do you make these so that the casual observer will intuit in a matter of seconds the right information? And we clearly failed in this report.